his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Great. Good morning, everyone. 10.07 a.m. here in the great Northeast, this beautiful Monday, November 27, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show. I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like the four men we lost in October, Martin King of Cunningham. James Burke of Scott Township, Chuck Lasher of Dallas, and William Griggis, Nanticoke. And we honor them all today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. And it is brought to you this hour by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit RoadScholar.com. You know, it's a family company that treats their customers and that which they are shipping for them like family. And they treat their employees, including their drivers, like family. Road Scholar. Great place to work, great place to work with. Somebody said, hey, on a positive note, it's good to hear Germany is back to using coal again. <laughs> by the way, after they decommissioned their nuclear plants, which is the, by any, even the idiot standards of the green left, is the, the most carbon neutral energy we have. It's <laughs> So they decommissioned that to use coal. And the United States can't provide natural gas because, and oil, because Joe Biden and his energy policy is throttling the growth of American energy. Just wow. (sighs) Somebody says natural gas is what wrecked the coal industry. You know that, Bob. What the hell? What are you talking about? You're trying to defend Joe Biden and his energy policies. Really? You must be one of the 40 percenters. And and, and I think 40% stands for percentage of brain. I I really do. I don't know what else to say for people that support Joe Biden. (sighs) Somebody says, oh, no, it's not just somebody. Cinderblock says... (laughs) Used to take his kids to New York Park. They confused it 
and started calling it Eggnog Park. They're 20 years old now, and the name just kind of stuck. Can't wait to take my kids to Eggnog Park next weekend. Well, hopefully, someone with some level of competence will fix the lights because the mayor's not going to get it done. Uh, Guys, this is like in the military. You have incompetent leadership, and somebody's got to step up underneath. Somebody texted in. He said, uh, not somebody. uh, uh, Oh, Bob, uh, LTS, every day I'm at the park. I go three or four days a week. They're constantly working on the signs, uh, but they're understaffed. And they do a great job, says Joe from Westside. Guaranteed they do. But when your leadership stinks, you get what you get. My friend Joe Mesco and I were driving on uh, North Webster Avenue uh, Saturday, and we're like, it's like Fallujah. Beautiful blocks of uh, homes. And it is completely unpaved. you got to dodge craters. While $69 million sits in a bank account. I, I, but yes, you, that was a palate cleanser. Somebody said, well, barbecue guys, and they told us they were going to ruin coal. They telegraph everything they want to do, and only a few of us pay attention. You're right, barbecue guy. They regulated coal out of existence in America. That's why it's only used at some power plants, but it is still 20% of our energy base. I, I don't know. I just I just don't understand where this all comes from. But maybe, maybe we could find some answers in Monday Musings with John Perillo. And here he is. John Perillo. He, by the way, we came up with the theme song. Jake is here and remembered it. I forgot about it. We didn't start the fire is actually perfect for your program. Oh, I appreciate that, Bob, and I hope you had a great weekend. <laughs> I did, I did, and I'm. You know yeah, what? You know, because because Cutie and I did nothing yesterday, I'm well rested. There you go, and and I was going to say, you guys need to come out here for Thanksgiving one of these one of these times. We'll have to we'll have to do the show remotely. <laughs> I'll come out some other time than Thanksgiving. Oh, we would love. To I was talking to my son. I was talking to my son Bobby in in Denver. On Saturday, and he's saying this is the last Thanksgiving I'll miss. Ah, there you <laughs> He'll go. Come Good. Good. He'll come home. He'll come home. So yeah, as long as they keep coming home uh, and staying home, I'll I'll do right. the same. <laughs> yeah. I'll visit you another and time, it, though. I've got no, no, no Denver. Yeah. Denver is on my plate. It's on my plate. Ready okay. to go. Uh, Denver's just another big city with better views. So uh, you know, you gotta come down here in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, no, I'll but, make but, I'll make you come to where I am. No, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to nowhere. You see, no. Here's the point. Just just for me, John Perillo, I don't go uh, across the country to go nowhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just a, right. sort of a rule. <laughs> well, you can get that right there. Right? I wouldn't so, mind seeing the ranch, though. I, I wouldn't mind yeah, seeing it. Absolutely. So we we were Bob and I were. I actually had jury duty today, and I got kicked off. So. Um, 
which I, I, told sus- him I, I, I suspected you would because you were going to uphold the law. Well, I was going to say, they, they asked me if I had a, a social media presence. I said, not really, but I'm on Bob Cordero's show, and that was the end of that. So, um, uh, but, I, you know, we're, we're kind of half joking about it now, but I did want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. We had a great weekend, uh, and I thought nothing better than to let's, let's, let's remind ourselves on Monday, because I know we got a lot of other things going on, and we could get a little hot under the collar. Um, about our country. And there were two things I wanted to address. One was that in 1789, uh, the president then, uh, George Washington, was asked, you know, they wanted to have a national day of thanks. And he wrote a – so there's a proclamation that gets written, and he signs it, and that's how Thanksgiving comes to to be a national holiday. Um, And, of course, George Washington, being George Washington, observes the day – by attending uh, services at St. Paul's Chapel in New York City and, and by donating beer and food to imprisoned debtors at, in the city. And, you know, so wow. our tradition of drinking beer, you know, to celebrate goes back a very long way. I thought that I, was I still one. feel vague when I go to Clark's bar on Thanksgiving Day after our football game, I, I still feel vaguely um, blasphemous. I just you've made me feel much better now. Because yeah, I, I am I I'm a former prisoner and a current debtor, so <laughs> <laughs> so I got my beer. There you go. So there you go. And George Washington would have approved. And and I just I want to read from his proclamation just one line. Um, and it starts with it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of all of Almighty God, to obey his will to be grateful for his benefits and humbly implore his protection and favor. And the reason why I wanted to read that is that, you know, there's always that debate about, you know, where are we a religious country or not? And, and, you know, George Washington was very careful uh, to draw a distinction between being a nation that was religious and being a religious government. And he didn't, and the, and the founders were very careful that they didn't want a religious government in the sense that, they didn't want government to impose religion. They'd seen that elsewhere, you know, pri- primarily from the Church of England, and they knew that was going to be a, a, an abomination. But they still expected and knew that their people were religious, and that religion was going to be a significant part of our culture and history. And that's that. I thought that first sentence was was important. And then there was an article by a woman named Madeline Kearns, who's who's by the way an immigrant, uh, talking about. Thanksgiving and the things that I think some of us Americans take for granted. And I will point out that my mom was an immigrant. And I do think that there is something that uh, immigrants bring to the country uh, that sometimes is even they, – they, they don't take the things for granted that we take for granted. Uh, they see things in our country that sometimes we don't see because we just – we look right past them. And in this woman's article, she mentions a couple of things. And the first that she mentions and that Bob always mentions and that sometimes I think we forget about is our Constitution. And her words, Miss Kern's words were that the American founders devised the best written Constitution in the history of the world, which mirrors exactly what Bob says every morning. Right? So, um, and I do believe that our Constitution is an extraordinarily um, well thought out philosophical and religious document. Well, it took and us, it a, John, the, John Prillo, it took us a year to get there. I mean, it took us almost a year to get there. You went through the underpinnings of Western culture, Western thought, which was the derivation uh, of the Constitution. And it it, it takes that long 
But they knew it all when they made this incredible Constitution. John, we got to take a break. We're going to do so. We'll come back. We'll let you finish your point. Uh, It's Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. We're going to come back with John Perillo. It's Monday Musings on a Monday. Kiss said their only top ten hit with Beth at number eight. And this date, in 1973, the U.S. Senate voted 92 to 3 to confirm Gerald R. Ford as vice president. Spiro Agnew, you heard him resigning as vice president. He was Nixon called Spiro Agnew my insurance policy. Well, his insurance policy was gone. And he really wanted, it's fascinating, he wanted to put uh, Nelson Rockefeller as vice president. But he didn't think he could get the votes. Gerald R. Ford, very popular in the House of Representatives, uh, was confirmed by the Senate because of that popularity. Fascinating choice by Richard Nixon. And uh, Ford could have been a decent president, and somehow Jimmy Carter beat him, and we had four years of malaise. (sighs) Well, John Perillo's with us. Uh, Speaking of um, (laughs) non-malaise, John is with us. On Monday musings, uh, John, continue on your Thanksgiving thoughts. I think right. Um, we're having way too much fun here. But the other, the other couple of things that just to mention is that we are still a religious and deeply moral country, and I think you know the dictates of our conscience are still something that are taken seriously. And this Madeline Kern talks about this that when the Pilgrims settled in Cape Cod in around 1620, that they were seeking this freedom of religion, and I don't think it's any coincidence that in the 18th and 19th century, that the abolitionists in, in, the, in the world started as a religious movement and started both in, in Great Britain and in the United States. Um, the other thing we're thankful for is we've always been globally dominant. You know, from, the, from finally getting rid of the Barbary pirates, which we talked about a while back, to the, you know, getting rid of fascist and communist threats in the 20th, uh, 20th century, those are all things that, that the, the United States has done as a country as being military dominant in a way that you know, only Great Britain was able to be before us, and I know we're, we're squandering some of that now, but I think we should be thankful for that past. You know, we've always been a prosperous country, and I, Abraham Lincoln himself in his Thanksgiving proclamation talked about the blessings of fruitful fields and healthy skies. Um, I would point out that in our poor state, which is Mississippi, the, average, the GDP in Mississippi is higher than the GDP, the average GDP in France. I was pointed out by the economist. I mean, we have a that, that's we, we a, can, that's a big deal, and yeah. and and that that our poor are wealthy. <laughs> our poor are, and I, and I and I and I understand that we should never be satisfied. We should always be pushing. But when it comes to being thankful, we should be thankful for the things that for those things, even as we know that we're not perfect, right? I think that's important. Um, you know, I think some some people denigrate our, our culture, but I mean, let's face it, America gave us Hitchcock and, you know, Spielberg and Tarantino, for those of you who like that kind of stuff, you know, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, you know, Bob Dylan. You know, there's a lot of culture that comes from the United States, for good or for bad, that, that's still out there that I think is an important thing for us to be thankful for. You know, one of the other things I think we take for granted, and Bob and I were kind of cracking about it at the beginning of our segment here, it's a natural beauty for of the United States. And I think a lot of times Americans get uh, a short shrift because we don't like to travel. Oh, you know, Americans aren't culture. They don't travel outside the country. Well, 
part of the reason why I don't think Americans travel as much as other countries, people in other countries do sometimes, is that we've got a lot to see in this country that we don't get to see, and it's truly spectacular. You know, I've, I have not been to the Black Hills, which I need to go to. I've never been to Yellowstone. You know, there are things I want to yeah. go see, and they're in the United States. We have this extraordinary natural beauty uh, that we have just in this one country. Um, and, and, you know, and then lastly, the last thing I think, you know, she, this Ms. Kearns mentioned is that we should be thankful for Americans. And I know that, that you know, Bob and I get on, uh, get a little bit grumpy about some, some Americans. But if you've traveled in our country, one of the things I find interesting is that it's hard almost to find unfriendly people. You know, you travel through the Midwest, and it's almost a joke about how open and you know, charming and self-deprecating Midwesterners are. Southern hospitality, you know, we, we say the phrase, and it rolls off our tongue because it's actually true. You know, the, the Western forthrightness, you know, the people out West who are, you shake your hand, look you in the eye, and do a deal on a handshake, that's still a thing. And so while we have pockets of where that doesn't exist, we should be thankful for where it does exist and well, we in, should support that in culture. In northeastern Pennsylvania. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We, we do this thing, particularly those of us of working class background. We stare at people. Now, I, I've gotten over it. I've worked. We stare <laughs> at people. And you think right. they want to kill you. I know this from right. campaigning among strangers. <laughs> Yep. Do you think they want to kill you, but as soon as the barrier is broken or there's a connection or they know you're right. from such and such a place and they have a cousin there, the red carpet comes out in Northeast PA. Right. That's why it called right. the great Northeast, you know? It, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that in our country that I think we, we take for granted. And, and, yes, we should continue to strive, as Bob does every day, to, to make our country better. At the same time that we acknowledge that we live in an extraordinary time in an extraordinary place with extraordinary people, you know, and and we should be, you know, we should be grateful for the pilgrims and their that that sea voyage that they made. Um, well, John, and we should be- another blow though was taken against uh, Thanksgiving and a big one, I believe. Joe Biden, I said this at the top of the show. Joe Biden didn't even mention God. In his Thanksgiving message, and I, I, that is so offensive to me on so many levels. 
but it's this left-wing ignorance of history in embodied in that one banal message. I, 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 it's just distressing. You know, and what's and what's distressing about that is is again this immigrant Miss Kearns writes this as the founders knew America is full of human beings, not angels. And one of the things that makes Bob's comment kind of disturbing is that our Constitution was written understanding that, and it is sufficient only for religious and moral people. That was Adam said that. And, you know, if we fail to maintain that larger constitution in the sense that our Solomon, that that constitution is not just the written law, but it's also our, our traditions and our customs and those things that we pass down from generation to generation, we'll fail. And one of those things that we have to pass down is whether we are religious individually or not, we have to understand the underpinnings of religion that are part of our country. And as, you know, as George Washington said, we have to be thankful for the to the divine for all the blessings that we have. That wasn't he didn't say that by accident. I mean that was a that's a distinct uh, part of our culture and part of our constitution and part of our country that he recognized was critical, as did all the other founders. And I think I'm I'm with you, Bob. I think it's a, it's distressing when we get away from that because it's not a good thing for the country and it's not a good thing for us as individuals. No. Well, John Perillo, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Monday Musings with John Perillo. We'll go back to, uh, I guess, more mundane but more (laughs) dangerous situations uh, next Monday. Right, and I look forward to driving up to wherever you are to come visit you in in Denver (laughs) when you get out here. No, I think I got to come through. Well, there's only so much time. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to Denver. (laughs) I understand. All right, we'll talk to you. Tell the gang out there I said hello. (laughs) Absolutely, we'll do that. You have a great day, and you and your listeners, thank you again for spending time with me. Always a pleasure, John. Thank you. We'll take this break. Bob Cadaro, WILK, Monday Musings. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Jake will have the weather. I'll have the Veterans Tribute. The Eagles released their Christmas hit, Please Come Home for Christmas, this date, 1978. This is a song I'll have to sing to my daughter and son. They're out of town. The other three are around. Plus, all my grandchildren are around, all three of them. Bob Kinnaro, back with you. Someone commenting on... uh, Again, uh, <laughs> guaranteed one of the 40% brainers uh, talking about Ronnie Jackson as he examined the current president. If not, he is remarkable, if, especially after saying Trumpy Dumpty was in excellent health. Well, well he was. <laughs> Trump is like the Energizer Bunny. How? I don't know. Certainly doesn't have a healthy lifestyle. But he was in excellent health. That's what I'm saying. You have to make something up to make any of these left-wing lunatic arguments. You have to make things up. Boy, don't you even realize you're doing it? This guy was the White House physician. He knows the rigors of the job firsthand. And he says, Biden ain't up to it. And he's watching him decline. Are you saying that this old fool did not decline? Uh, They they will just make anything up. Hmm. 
He said, Bob, did you hear anything about Biden's head of elementary schools arrested for human trafficking? No, I did not. We'll, we'll take a look at it. We'll see if we'll let's see how it plays out. I mean, it'll be it's a story sure to be covered up completely, completely covered up by the media. It's just like all those CNN uh, people with various sex crimes. Just ignored. Just ignored. Because it would prove the culture at places like CNN and the left. By the way, I wanted to mention this. Steve Durkin at Carbondale. Uh, he was the director. I met him and had the pleasure of working with him at the Carbondale Y. He passed away November 15th. And he went from swim instructor to the executive director. 23 years. A nice obit for him. Now, now this is in Carbondale, Pennsylvania. He helps raise more than $10 million for the Y. He just did amazing things there. He's got brothers surviving him, all of them local. He was a bachelor, but boy, he 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 married the the Carbondale YMCA and made it a great place. Yeah, Stephen Durkin. I just wanted to mention that I I kept his obituary. I knew I would not be able to get up to his services, which were Saturday. Well, I'm I, distressing. I'm not getting to these services. Life shouldn't be that busy. And I hadn't seen him in many years, but I just remembered him, and I saw that obit, and it just jumped out at me. Steve Durkin of Carbondale passed away at age 68. But uh, on a good note, man, he did the job. Man, just remember, Road Scholar Transport's our hourly sponsor. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Drive and temperature controlled and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. We'll take this break. Bob Cadaro, WILK. We'll be back. We're back. Eddie Rabbit, born Brooklyn, New York. He died of lung cancer just the age of 56 in Nashville, Tennessee. Murph picked I Love a Rainy Night. Great song. But he was born this date, 1941. Eddie Rabbit. Had a couple of great songs. So the White House, we talk about the left. We talk about their complete unwillingness to not let government or to insist that government be have primacy over the individual. And everybody's got to be thrown into groups. So they they honor groups and alternatively punish and reward them. They disdain individuals because that would be individual thinking. And that's what leads to tyranny. And it's always the left. White House surveillance program. Let's law enforcement stoop on trillions of American phone records. And they're managing it out of the White House. 
This is a wired investigation. We picked it up from Breitbart. It's it's absolutely remarkable. And then you have people. By the way, somebody tell me, you know, not to get so excited and all that kind of thing. Listen, dumb is dumb. Ignorant is ignorant. Willfully ignorant is willfully ignorant. These people on the left and their supporters are willfully ignorant, ignorant, or dumb. Because they ignore history, they ignore reality, they ignore truth and fact. And then they go running around protesting for things against things like systemic racism, which doesn't exist. Against Israel defending itself and its pure idiocy and pure ignorance. And the leaders of these groups, it's intentional ignorance. If one of our allies was attacked at any point during our history, and we had protesters for the people who attacked, you would look at them and say, what? That's not even possible. I've talked to some young people, and they are completely ignorant. I, I, I would just say to them at some point, where do you get your information? You don't know anything about the history of the region. You don't know anything about Jewish history. You don't know anything about the history of the Arabs in that area. You don't know anything about the, the history and the reality of the leadership of the so-called Palestinians. And yet you blather on and go out and protest. Admittedly, it was a tiny group in Wilkesbury. Tiny. I mean, how many fools can you find and gather up on a Thanksgiving weekend? Well, a few. It's it's remarkable. And, And they just do this in complete ignorance of the truth. By the way, the same people denying that there were hostages. Oh, they didn't take any hostages. There was no brutality. Well, then when they see the films, they say, well, that's that's doctored. Well, how about when the butchers release hostages? I guess that means there were hostages, doesn't it? Breathtaking. We'll be back after Bloomberg. Jimi Hendrix, born in Seattle, Washington. This date, 1942, uh, Murph picked Hey Joe. Died at age, what, 27? What a great talent. What a great talent. I I would think he'd be shocked at what the left-wing lunatics have done to his city, Seattle, Washington. Mm. So I'm in a quandary. Um... Whether we finish the program with George Harrison, I think we have to, What is Life, or the great song describing the Democrat Party, Aretha Franklin, Chain of Fools. So maybe we'll play Chain of Fools after uh, Jake, after the 20 break, uh, and then uh, we'll finish with uh, 
George Harrison. Great song. Well, Larry is with us. And he's, and he's nobody's fool. He's calling from Plymouth. How are you, Larry? Uh, good. How are you, Bob? I'm good. Oh, it's, it's, you talked about Steve Corbett? I had run-ins with him when he was on here. I called him up one time and I said, Steve, you know what's wrong with you? That ponytail's tight too tight. It's cutting out blood to your brain. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> and he and he and he's a, a liar because I know he's a liar personally. But it, <laughs> <Let's> but, <stop. laughs> Look at he's a fool because he's, well, he's leading. A he's leading protests based on lies, and he's talking about our tax money, killing people. And Hamas got seven hundred million dollars from Joe Biden. Yep, and he, and and he couldn't make it out in California, so he had to come back and spoil it on us. <laughs> I, I enjoyed his show. It was entertaining. I, oh, I oh yeah, yeah, okay. But, but, but Bob, as, as far as holiday, uh, 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 I say holiday gibberish. But uh, do you know what they ate on the first Thanksgiving, Bob? I wasn't, wasn't turkey. I've seen. Yeah, and I've seen the menu uh, way back when. Uh, it was fish. Okay, that would be what was. Available. I would rather that anyway. I like fish better than turkey anyway. I love the turkey deal. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the turkey and sausage stuffing. I just love it. But Bob, but as far as the, the hostage taken, what's going on, Bob? But with the hostage, that's bad. That's bad. What they're doing, Rob, it's going to get with this this pedophile in the White House and his and the other gay boy by uh, uh, Obama. They're going to get more people killed doing this, and and uh, because they're, they're going to take more hostages. I mean, it's simple as that. Well, I don't think Israel, the Israelis are going to allow them into the country to take them. But, well, but, I, but, I, I yeah, hope not. I hope, I, mean, I hope they can't be talked into this. I, I don't know how they arrived at three for one uh, <laughs> bo- body shop guy detected. And I'm thinking, how did you arrive at three for one? Now, many of the Palestinians that are in prison in Israel are common criminals. But some of them are violent criminals. And I'm thinking, how does that happen? But, Bob, when hostages are taken, they have to be considered casualties of war. That's the way I think about it. And, and here, here's what you do. No more hostage, no more hostage deals. And if people live in dangerous areas like that, here's what you do. You pass out to all these people that live in those dangerous areas, you pass out cyanide capsules. And you give everybody a cyanide capsule, <laughs> and you tell them if they're going to be captured, take the pill. I was wondering when you were going to go off the rails, Larry. And, 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 I, and by and, the way, I anticipate it heartily. But and then Bob, they will, <laughs> and then they will have they will have no card to play the the the, the, the um, Hamas or whoever it is. They won't have a card to play. And if they, Larry, if they don't, Larry, uh, the Larry, kill what would you, before they wait a minute, die. wait a minute, wait a minute. What would you say to the several dozen? hostages that are now free yeah granted they had a they had a brutal ordeal scary frightening all that and they're alive if they had to they wouldn't be they wouldn't have had that to, <laughs> yeah to, well i think they would beg to differ with you larry I, well uh, <laughs> but like i said uh, um, here's here's a little quote from well larry uh, i was a hostage of the federal government for eight and a half years <laughs> i wish i'm happy i didn't have cyanide <laughs> but, I mean, but bob Here's, Bob, here's a quote from uh, William Tecumseh Sherman, who I think was one of the greatest generals ever. He said, every attempt to make war easy and safe will result in humiliation and disaster. And more And war. that's what these two, and, and that's war. what these clowns are going to do. Well, I, I have trust <clears throat> that the Israelis, I, I, I hope so. 
But even Bob, even I, though our White House was pressuring them tremendously, I have hope that uh, the Israelis have built in a, a positive for their military. But, but here's the thing, though. I trust Netanyahu. But I saw on the news yesterday where the, their parliament or whatever they have in Israel are starting to talk about extending the, uh, the, the ceasefire. You don't, Correct. Bob, you, 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 you kill your enemy. That's the deal. Yes. And as, as far as this talk ki- about. And you, and you kill them without delay. Yes. And you talk, and you can't. They say, well, we have to get along. Bob, they're never going to get along. Never. They don't that, get along one side with, has to kill the other, that's the only way there's going to be peace. It's never going to be peace. The Palestinians don't get along with their fellow Muslims and fellow Arabs. That's why they're not allowed in those countries. Well, they, they voted for Hamas. Yeah. They and I think, after, I think after they take care of Hamas, they should do Hezbollah. Then after that, I think they should take care of Syria. And the final one is Iran. They ought to bomb their oil fields or whatever they have to do. We, with with the attacks continuing against uh, U.S. military in the Middle East, we should be already doing something to Iran. Oh, yeah, I think, who was it? Uh, the Cornyn, Cornyn, I think, the what, representative? He said we have to, uh, I mean, attack them hard, yes. Iran. Yes. And not he's right, but, uh, we, well, what you got there, Bob, well, not, though, with, not with the ship of, f- f- the chain of fools <laughs> we have in charge now. You were right the first time, the ship of fools. Yeah. Well, Larry, we got to go to news, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you, Bob. <laughs> we won't follow your advice, but we appreciate the call. Okay, thank you. <laughs> right, we'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. We'll be back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.